She said I hate Welcome back to What's the Deal with Alex. I'm your host, Alex. As always, there will never be another host. Think there is? You're wrong. Uh, but we always start off with I hate and or dislike. Maybe not and. I don't think you can hate and dislike something. You just hate it at that point. I don't like these things. That's, I start off the podcast with a bunch of negative thoughts, which is, I think, how most podcasts should probably start. So, uh, first thing I hate, and it, it may it's going to make me sound like a monster. I, I understand that. Um, but I'm, hear me out. You know, before you, you know, start throwing stones, you know, just wait, hear me out. Let me make my, make my case, and, and then if you disagree, then throw some stones. Um, the first thing that I, I wouldn't say I hate, I just dislike it. Is uh, and it's not necessarily the, the the people who are doing it. It's not necessarily their fault, but still, uh, is panhandling. Wow, I'm a monster. How could you? What are you doing? Those are like homeless. They're needy people. How could you dislike them? What's wrong with you? You like monster? You gotta hear me out. I am not. I don't dislike the person. Uh, I dislike the fact that they feel like they have to do that. Right. So if there was, you know, there's a huge social safety net that I guess they're not using. I don't understand. Um, or they don't qualify for. But if the whole point is if you have no money, that you can get money from the government. Um, and there's a huge job shortage in a bunch of different mar- industries and markets. Like you could, I mean, if you're homeless, pretty much any job would be good, right? Um, so it's way better than panhandling. And it's it's more of a respectful, more like more dignified way of earning money than begging for it on the side of the road next to cars. Um, I think that if you, it's like when you um, you're not consistent with your discipline with your dog or child, um, you're going to get bad results. So whenever you're, you don't you don't want to enable the behavior that is bad, right? So by stopping and giving them a couple dollars, those people who are panhandling, you know, I don't, I don't know how much these people make, uh, especially in not in such a big city, but in big cities, you can make some pretty good money. And uh, I think the, the $5 or $3 that you're going to give them um, will be better served if you just donated to a local charity that helps the homeless. Um, cause they, they know where the needs are. They know what to do. They know how to distribute it better than you do. And they know who to give it to, who actually to give it to, right? Cause you don't really know what that person is going to do with your money. Um, not that it's any of our, you know, my business, but still, I think that if you are homeless in America and you're, you're panhandling, there ha- you have to have some sort of like, injury or a disability of some sort because if you're an able-bodied person uh, and you're of working age and you can work get a job um, I'm not saying that you're it's gonna be great or anything um, but a vast 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 majority of jobs don't pay minimum wage so you're gonna get like probably eight nine 
dollars an hour. Um, and also, uh, I don't know the, the background of how you became homeless, right? Are you the victim or did you make a mistake and end up where you are right now because of poor choices? Uh, either way, I think it's better for everybody if you, instead of giving them the cash up front and then they go off and do whatever, um, give it to a charity, a local charity, not some big, huge nonprofit, but a local charity that actually helps homeless people or give them something uh, like a, like an actual item. You know, if it's hot, give them a bottle of water or some ice or something. If it's cold, you can give them some blanket. If they're hungry, uh, you'll pick up some food and give it to them. Don't just give them cash because, I mean, I, I've seen videos and I've, I've heard stories of people who would panhandle until they had enough money to go to the liquor store to drink down a thing of vodka so that they're not feeling sick because they're an alcoholic. And then because they got through that, they have enough money left over to go buy some heroin and then shoot up behind a Red Roof End hotel or I guess motel. Um, so you don't really, I'm not saying that it applies to every person who's panhandling, but I think it's just better if you donate to local charities that help them help homeless people get educations. You know, maybe they didn't finish high school. They can get the GED. They can get them set up with a job. Uh, there's, they can set them up with affordable housing, um, all transportation, you know, all kinds of stuff. There are charities that exist all over the place. You just got to Google it. So it's not like I hate or dislike. I just, I, even if I was dirt, I was homeless, dirt poor, uh, and had nothing, I would never panhandle. Um, I would never stoop to that point where I felt like I need to go and just stand next to the road with a sign that's, you know, fill in the blank, whatever you want, and then just beg for people to give me money. Like I have a pretty low self-esteem in general, right? But like, I wouldn't, I don't think I would ever get to that point. I would do anything else. Uh, under the table, I would probably get into like illegal things before I panhandle, honestly. Like if, if for some reason I can't get a job or something, I don't know for whatever circumstance, or I just don't wanna, um, I would then probably start like trying to get connected and start selling crack or something. Like I'm not gonna panhandle. That is such a degrading way of living your life. Just begging for charity, right? I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's just me. Um, but I'm not saying that like, oh, you know, you give the money to them. They're, they're definitely going to go to the liquor, liquor store or whatever. I'm not saying that's the case all the time. I'm just, I'm just saying that the best solution is to just give your dollars, the cash, if you're going to give cash directly to a local charity who knows how to help these people better than even they do. So that's my first thing. Second thing is uh, only for people, only for men, really. I mean, I, I must maybe that's a sex, sexist thing to say, um, but when I say it, I don't think women would want to be included in this. If you're a woman and you struggle with this, you got a problem. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you. Second thing on things that I hate is swamp butt. I'm, I don't curse on the show, uh, even though it says you know, ass. I'm just gonna say it. You know what? I'm going out there. This is, I'm going to have to like click explicit when I post this, I guess. I don't know. Is it? 
because they can say on TV. I don't know what the what the policy is, uh, but I'll just go ahead. Because swamp butt doesn't like really capture the essence of what I'm trying to talk about. It's swamp ass. All right, that's you got to say that second word to really communicate what you what you're trying to say. Um, because swamp butt, oh, but like it just sounds like I don't know. It doesn't really. I don't feel like I'm getting my point across. It has to be swamp ass because it's disgusting, and you might be asking. Why is there a swamp in your head? Like, why is there a swamp in your butt? You know, what's up with that? As I said in my last podcast, I hate sweating. And I sweat a lot. And uh, maybe this is a, a new revelation for some people. I'm, you know, I'm talking to women, you know. It's never crossed their mind. Uh, dudes are hairy. Um, it's not just on their head and their chest and their armpits. We got hair in our butts. In our butts. And, you know, I, I believe that we're made in the image of God, but I don't think God has a hairy butt, all right? So maybe that was just part of the, the curse. You know, whenever Adam and Eve fell from the garden, God also threw in their swamp butt, swamp ass, and then, yeah, that's what you have to deal with. And for those of you who don't know what it is, it's basically just when your butt gets really sweaty, and also your butt just happens to be very hairy. And I happen to fit both of those categories. Um, I'm not embarrassed to say it. Um, I am who I am. I, back in the, back in the day I would, but I can't help it. You think, you think if I could just tell my ass to stop sweating, stop being swampy, that I would, I would have already done it by now. So, and it's not like I can just like apply deodorant to your butt crack. What? That doesn't make no sense at all. It's just like a part of life, but I hate it. Um, but a lot of, a lot, a lot of men struggle with it. So that makes me feel better. I'm not alone in the, in the struggle. But it's a, it's a suffering that you don't hear about often. You know, no one's going to make a commercial and put it on the Super Bowl for uh, the people who suffer from swamp ass like me and uh, millions of other men. Because um, it's bad. I mean, when I go to a restaurant and it's like not that cool or maybe I'm nervous while I'm talking to somebody or it's getting emotional or whatever, especially when it's like an emotional or deep conversation, I just get sweaty for some reason. I don't know. My body is like doing its own thing. I, I don't, I have no control. But if the, the booth that we're sitting in has leather seats, uh, I got to like move around or like lean over or something. Because if I just sit there for an hour, hour and a half straight, there is going to be, you're going to see a sweat line in my, on my shorts from my butt. And that is awful. And that's true suffering, okay? That's true suffering. You know, I've been to Haiti, Nicaragua. Um, it's not as bad as that. I, I was about to make a joke, but no, that's not, it's not. I'd rather have swamp ass and live in America than not have swamp ass and live in Honduras. Um, but in terms of like relative to the average life in America, it is a true suffering, right? So when people complain about random things that aren't true, like the the gender pay gap and stuff, it's not real. Uh, my swamp ass is real. You, I mean, I can show you. If, you. if you don't believe me, I can show you. I got proof. I can whip up some proof right now. So that's enough. Of, I don't want to talk about my butt anymore. The third thing that I hate, and I can, I think you know, it's borderline hate. I, I don't want to say I hate a person, um, but I really dislike them. And it's not just because I disagree with their politics. 
or whatever. It's the it's more than that. So the third thing and last thing that I'll mention in this this segment is uh, is Joe Biden, and then uh, pretty much just Joe Biden. I was going to say his press secretary, but the the job of the press sec- secretary is to just like lie. That's basically what they have to do every day, all day, is lie constantly. So uh, I'm not going to hold it against her. That it's part of the job. But Joe Biden uh, sucks. Uh, not because I disagree with his politics or whatever. You just take politics out of it, just as a person. For as long as people can remember, even like people in politics, they they he has a history and is known for being real mean and just rude. And like when he's challenged on something, when his authority is challenged, when his knowledge is challenged, he gets real defensive. Uh, and real angry. Uh, I mean, you can see that when they, you can watch videos of the Clarence Thomas confirmation hearings. Jo- Joe Biden is like mad, you know, it's just, it's not a good look. And he still looked old then, but now he's like a million with dementia. Uh, but that's not why I hate him. I don't, I don't just, don't, I don't, <laughs> I hate Joe Biden because he's old. Like that's not the case. It's how he treated these gold star, these people that were killed in the rapid and fast evacuation of uh, Afghanistan. I mean, like I said, I think I mentioned it last podcast, countless times he checked his watch while they're doing the dignified, I don't remember what it's called, dignified something. Uh, and so like the family members of the fallen right there. And then like, he's there with some other people. And the stories that I've heard from like, parents of the you know of the their kid who died from the suicide bombing when they get the one-on-one time with joe biden he only wants to talk about his own son and the guy i can't remember his name but when he said when he was talking to him he's like yeah that's good that's i'm sorry about your your son and everything but like can we talk about my son who just died um not only did he just die but he, he kind of died because of your bad decision making <laughs> like you, joe biden's son died of brain cancer right that, that just happens this is these deaths could have been avoided i mean 13 people dying that's the most people like that i mean that is more deaths in one day than in the last like 18 months in Afghanistan. so uh i don't know if i was you know the dad and my son was over there a marine and he died and it was basically because of poor leadership from our quote-unquote commander-in-chief. Um, I would take the one-on-one meeting at, you know, and pretend, you know, like, oh, yeah, I just want to you know, hear from the president and talk to him. And then as soon as we're alone, just rail him. Rail him. He's old, senile. He can get mad all he wants. But he sucks, man. They, they're all so mean. But, but Joe Biden, even in him, like, he never... I don't know. You, you, as you get older, I feel like this is the case with at least my grandparents. The stories that I, I've heard my parents talk about their parents, which would be my grandparents, they sound way different than the people I know. Uh, I mean, my dad would talk about my grandfather on my dad's side saying to him, go outside and pick a stick. And if it's too small, I'm going to go pick a stick. 
and then I'm going to beat you with it because, you know, maybe he did something wrong. That's wild. That's crazy. But then if you talk to him, and then when I was introduced and I met, you know, we call him Papa. I, haven't, I don't talk to him anymore, but, you know, when I met him, he wasn't like that. He wasn't, <laughs> he was a completely different person. Uh, same thing with my grandparents on my mom's side. You know, the stories that I've heard from my mom, you know, it's like, are these the same people? Like, it's crazy. But that is not what's happening with Joe Biden. He's just getting more and more bitter, it looks like. At least it seems like he's getting more and more bitter. And uh, he makes the list. He'll probably be a returning person, uh, depending on what he does over the, the rest of presidency, which uh, saying that out loud makes me want to just jump off a, a really tall building. Um, but that's enough about Joe Biden. Nobody, that guy sucks so hard. Okay, so enough about stuff that I hate. We're going to, uh, as always, Reddit is a gold mine of things to talk about, content, ideas. So yeah, I, if you, if you want to say that I'm stealing ideas and stuff from uh, Reddit, go ahead. But uh, this is all I got, all right? I'm trying to, I'm trying to be, I'm doing my best. All right? Get off my back. Uh, so this is uh, from the uh, subreddit called No Stupid Questions. And like I liked last podcast, I will determine if this is a stupid question, and then I'll give my reasoning for it. Um, this one was posted seven months, a couple months ago, seven months ago, uh, posted by a user named Poop Wagon. So you gotta definitely take what he says seriously. His main title of his post is, how do you get out of bed every morning just to go to a job? And then... So just off that, I'm confused, so I need more details. And he has in his little description, kind of clarifies. And then he says, I don't understand how people would rather have a job than be dead. So we, there's more, but I'll stop right there. I don't understand how people would rather have a job than be dead. That, I mean, last podcast, I said that, you know, I think I read one of these no stupid questions. And I was like, that's probably the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I take it back. This is the dumbest thing. You'd rather die than just have a job? What? 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 What reasoning would you have for that? He continues. It says, I genuinely don't understand the motive. Wow. You don't understand the motive between being dead and going to work. Yeah, this guy sounds terrible. Uh, I picked a field I love. I became educated. I doubt it. I have had multiple jobs that's not, yeah, that adds up that are vastly different from, and everyone gives me the same overwhelming feeling of quote I'd literally rather die than do this. I'm gonna pause. There's more, but I'm gonna stop right there and say BS, homie. Uh, BS. If if push comes to shove, if I were to show up to Poop Wagon's house or place of business where he's working, and he's halfway through his shift and he's like. Quote, I'd rather, I'd literally rather die than do this. Okay. Can I shoot you? Let me shoot you. Come with me to this alley. I'm going to, I'm going to shoot you in the face. Yeah. I think, I don't think he uh, would be down for that. That's crazy. I've never, I've never heard anyone have a sentiment. Like not like he's, I don't think he's being ironic either. Like people have said, I, I just, I'd rather die than do this, but they're like joking. They're not being serious. It's, they're being ironic. And he goes on, it's been every job I've ever had, even before graduating college. I simply don't feel rewarded when I put in effort to complete a task. 
which we'll pause again, which is different than going to work whenever you complete a task. So like, like anything, like when you make your bed or do the dishes, you just, I don't feel rewarded. So I just want to die. What? And he, I, and he goes on. I never get fulfillment out of a job well done. I don't understand how people do this their whole lives. Um, you're in the minority, my friend. Um, I never get fulfillment out of a Is this like, because like you, you want to like, this person, Poop Wagon, wants some like positive reinforcement, some positive feedback. He wants an attaboy, you know, pat on the back. Um, sorry, that's not how life works, homie. Like, maybe you'll get lucky and you'll have people in your career walk that are like that. Uh, but life is life, all right? It's not sunshine and roses and everyone happy and loves in the air and peace and what? No, brother, it is, it is a hard, we're grind. It's, the reason it's called a grind is because it is grind. It'll grind you down to dust. We're out here grinding. But I still would rather do that than die. Are you kidding me? But then it, it, when you, if you just read the title, you get a different sense than if you read the title and the description. I never get fulfillment out of a job well done. It sounds like this guy has depression. Like, he should maybe see a psychiatrist, talk to a therapist maybe. Um, he should get some help, you know? Um, I mean, that's just my hot take. It's it's like, I don't know, this kind of attitude creates people who get to benefit, who are benefactors, I guess is the word, of people who do get up in the morning and go to work. Because if everyone had the same attitude as you, uh, it's we'd still be living like it was in like the year 1200 or something. Even worse. You're, you're not even like, you don't even want to work. You just want to like, you'd rather die. So I guess if everyone had your opinion, we would all just commit suicide and that'd be it. Um, I just like, I don't understand how you expect, you know, prosperity, wealth to be created, uh, life to progress. And then only work like 10 hours a week. Things that are important and take, that are big and are meaningful, they take time, take effort. If something was big and meaningful and it was quick, probably wasn't that meaningful. You know what I mean? So I, I, I just, this guy sounds very self-centered. Like it's, it comes off very selfish. Uh, it comes off very, and a little sad too. It does seem like he has some sort of mental illness. Like he's, he's sad. Like, how do you get out of bed every morning just to go to a job? Well, it's not like just to go to a job. I get up out of bed because I need to, you know, I'm not just, just the job. It's everything that comes with it too, right? Um, I, like I need money to, I, I don't, I just don't understand this naturally. I'm having a hard time relating to this. Like I've, I've had moments in my life where, um, I just want to lay in bed and I don't want to go to work, but that's not like my permanent state of mind. I don't just live in that forever, which it seems like he uh, is saying is what he's going to do. Um, I like, it's just eight hours, right? Like just go to work and then go home. That's it. Like, I, and that's so terrible. Going to work is so terrible that you'd rather die. This, I mean, this has got to be like a Gen Zer. God forbid it's a millennial. Um, because why don't you take this attitude, take this mindset, and uh, go live in like 
Ethiopia, Zimbabwe or something, and have this attitude. I don't want to work because it does not, I never feel fulfilled when I work, man. So I'd rather die. Like, come on, man. Like, shut up. These are the kind of people who, you know, suck on the teats of the people who actually work, right? The book Atlas Shrugged, right, by Ayn Rand. Like, if enough people were to think like this, they're like, I'm just not going to work. Because there's a subreddit called Anti-Work. How do you expect anything to be done? We're not, this, the future is not now. We don't have robots. We don't, we're not there yet to have robots just do everything for us. So people got to work and things take time. I don't know what to tell you. Like, but he's more than willing to uh, benefit from other people's work, right? He obviously has a computer, so he enjoys the benefits of someone's hard work for not only inventing whatever computer he's using, but getting the materials, manufacturing it, uh, the retail, selling it, all that stuff. All those people who've had jobs and made it possible for him to post this, um, he is going to benefit from it. He likes those things. But then he's going to be like, oh, I never get fulfillment out of a job well done. That sounds like a you problem and not a society. Like, you need to figure that out on your own. That sounds like a very personal. So this is a stupid question. Maybe not stupid, but... Um, more, you should probably ask this question to a therapist. Poop wagon. Just my, my two cents. All right. We're going to pivot away from, from that stuff. A lot of negativity in the beginning. Um, you know, I love negativity, but not everybody likes it. So we'll, uh, we'll switch gears, have a little bit of fun. I, I kind of liked what I did last podcast where I, I, I listened to a, uh, well, I didn't listen to it, but I went through the lyrics of a rap song and I picked out my favorite ones. Um, and so this time I'm going to pick out a Childish Gambino song. And I think I, he, I, I brought it up last time with his song Sweatpants, I think is what it's called. But this is called Bonfire. And this was released in 2011. So this was like really a long time ago in terms of, you know, his career. Uh, but Childish Gambino, the rapper, has always had a incredible way of uh, I don't know how you, I guess, metaphors, you know, similes, not, yeah, similes and metaphors, stuff like that, being very creative, um, but also kind of dumb at the same time. Not all of them land, all right? So we're going to go through his song called Bonfire, uh, which is pretty good, um, but it has a lot of cursing in it, so if you don't like that, not recommended to you. Um, but it says, <laughs> this, like, this is kind of, I guess, a, a little racist. It's like right in the beginning, it says, this Asian dude, I stole his girl, and now he got that Koji beef. <laughs> uh, I'm going to, I mean, I mean, I guess it's 2011, but like now, you cannot, right? You cannot say that. I mean, I guess it's, it's an Asian guy, so maybe you can. I don't know. Uh, and then it just says, hot like a parked car. So he's hot like a parked car. Interesting. Uh, I, I, I guess, like, what if it's winter? My car's not hot then when it's when it's uh when it's parked but a good line i like that um so my next favorite line is at the at the end of the first verse it says man why does every black actor got a rap song i don't know all i know is i'm the best one that's that's pretty good and also very true uh i don't understand that i guess like i there is some sort of appeal in, in black culture to be a rapper right 
obviously. That's a stupid thing to say. But, you know, I mean, Will Smith and, I mean, a lot of different athletes even. So I know there are people in the NBA who have released mixtapes and stuff. Um, but the video, like, why did every black actor got a rap? I always thought it said rap song, but I guess it's some. And it says, I don't know. All I know is I'm the best one. And I would agree with that. I think of all the, you know, actor or professional athlete gone rapper, he is the best. Um, and also the music video for this song is pretty insane. Uh, so check it out. Definitely. If you are too sensitive to, you know, bad words, mute it, but at least watch it. I don't know. I, I don't know. But uh, I like this song because it's a it's a lot of clever. Um, I don't know. I'm not smart enough with like English. So I don't know if I, I wouldn't say necessarily they're all metaphors or all whatever. Um, but there's this line, there's these two lines in verse two. It says, I'm from the South. I ain't got no accent. Don't know why. So this rap is child's play. I do my name like Princess Die. <laughs> that, that's crazy. Um, uh, and then there's this, this last line I want to talk about. Um, because I should have been more prepared. And also there's, I just, there's some, every, every line has something I can't or I won't say on the podcast. Uh, but this line, he is, he's saying he's rap's stepfather. Yeah, you hate me, but you will respect. That's so good, man. It's so good. Uh, because I, and it's like, <laughs> yeah, you hate me, right? I'm the, I'm, ra- I'm your stepfather. I'm rap's stepfather, right? You're not my real dad. Yeah, you hate me. Cause I'm not your root dad, but you gonna respect me. So I like that. Um, so I don't understand. I guess I could click. I'm on. Uh, okay, that's what he means. Okay, so there's this other line that says, "I don't talk soft." That's the other guy. So you might be like, "Who's this other guy he's talking about?" Apparently, that other guy is, you know, the guy who you see on Community do, or doing stand-up. Pretty much the the, the non-rapper part of Childish Gambino. And then the next line says, I'm screaming, what the F is up? Like, I ain't seen the sky. Uh, and then he says, uh, the the poop, the S I'm doing this year, insanity. Made the beat, then murdered it. Casey Anthony. That's cr- What? That's crazy. What a, what a bar. What a line. Made the beat, then murdered it. Casey Anthony. And if you don't, I mean, everyone knows who Casey Anthony is. But that's uh, so such, such a clever line because he, you know, made the beat and murdered it like Casey Anthony. Casey Anthony made her babies and then killed them. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, it's kind of messed up to laugh at that, but I thought that was a good line. Uh, there is a, another line earlier in, uh, in verse one that I forgot to mention. Uh, so it's a little, it's a little, uh, a little spicy. So if you don't like it. You know, if you're, if you're one of those people who's like, we, we don't say the R word around here. And you might be thinking to yourself, what, what's the R word? Um, that would be retarded. I'm just quoting him, right? I, you know, I would never, I would never say that word ever. Uh, it goes, um, I made the beat retarded. So I'm calling it a slow jam. <laughs> that, <laughs> that's so like, that's so messed up. That's so like not PC. And then it goes and says, butcher and I know it, man. Kill beef, go ham. And so, you know, when you have beef with somebody, usually like you squash the beef and kill the beef. But he says, kill the beef, go ham. Uh, and then Gambino is a call girl. 
F you pay me. <laughs> and then he says, I got a brand new whip for these N-words like slavery. That's like, it's crazy. All these, like, I don't know. Because I've personally tried to write a rap song and I got through maybe a verse or two and then realized how, and I write it back to myself. And then I was like, nope, never again. No one can ever know that I made this. It cannot be read by anybody. This is embarrassing. Um, but this is, this is crazy. Um, yeah, so I, I like the song. I like Childish Gambino. Um, his ability to just, like this one, uh, it says, in Adidas with some short shorts, B-O-O all over me. My green is where it's supposed to be. Your green is in my grocery. <laughs> That's a clever line. Like every single line is clever. So I'm going to juxtapose this song with uh, a different song. And that song, I just picked it at random. I could have picked any of his songs. But it's, uh, it's Gucci Gang by Lil Pump. That's right. His, his name, the name he goes by in the rap world is Lil Pump. And this song is called Gucci Gang. So here it goes. Here's the chorus. Are you ready for this? This is, I mean, Beethoven, I guess he was more music, but Shakespeare ain't got nothing on Lil Pump. All right. Here's the chorus. I'm just going to read it out to you. Gucci gang, 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 Gucci gang. Spent three racks on a new chain. My B word, love to do cocaine. Uh, I'm not going to read that line. I can't buy a B word, no wedding ring. I'd rather go and buy something else. I don't know how that is. Ball means. And then, wait for it. Gucci gang, 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 Gucci gang. And then he repeats himself about his girl loving to do cocaine. Uh, and then he finishes the chorus off by saying the same exact thing he said before, that he won't buy a wedding ring. And then it goes, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. Um, so, I mean, just the genius and, and the ability to come up with uh, two words that start with G and one of them being Gucci. That's crazy. I've never thought of it like that. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, just an incredible. Let's look, let's look at some of the some of the verse here. See uh, uh, so his first, the first line of his, the first verse is my lean costs more than your rent. So he's bragging that his, I don't know, his cough syrup <laughs> that he's drinking costs more than your rent. Uh, I don't, that must be something, I think he's getting ripped off because if he's getting like, like promethazine or something, some sort of cough syrup, there is no way. I mean, what? What does he think rent is? I mean, he's at this at this point, and this was a couple of years ago, yeah, 2017. He was a kid, basically, so I'm not sure he really knows what rent is. Um, but like, I lived in an apartment for a year, and rent was a little over a thousand dollars a month. So if you're buying, like, is like he did he bulk buy his lien, or is it like per cup? It's a thousand dollars. You're getting ripped off, son. Um. And then there's another line here. It says, me and my grandma take meds. Um, okay. Great. I think at one point, probably me and my grandma took meds too. Like I, I prescribe medicine. She probably takes medicine too. Um, uh, <laughs> so dumb. Oh, I gave, oh, I'm, 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 I ruined the bit. I was supposed to pretend that this is good. I can't, can't do it any longer. Um, 
They kicked me out the plane off a Percocet. Burr. Now a little pump flying private jet. Yeah. Everybody scream. F West jet. Low pump still sell that meth, which is like, <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Like, isn't this kind of self-incriminating? Um, cause selling drugs, isn't there, there, there is like a statute of limitations, right? You just confessed to selling meth. <laughs> so like, I don't know. I, maybe it's like, oh, it was just a metaphor. I didn't really mean it. Uh, and then this is a lyric, right? It's not 100 or whatever. It's hunted, hunted on my wrist, sipping on tech, burr. F a little B. Oh my gosh, it's, it's just like ridiculous. That's the whole song, too. You got the verse, you got the chorus, which I read earlier. You got what I just went through right now. Uh, and then it ends with another chorus. And I'm gonna I'm gonna read that because I don't know if you really understand what he's trying to get the point he's trying to make here. So it goes, if you so you pay attention. It goes, Gucci gang, 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 Gucci gang. And then it says, my B loves doing cocaine. And then right, the next line says, I have sex with somebody, but I forgot her name. Uh, what girl? Like, like have some respect for yourself. Who, where, who are these women who are doing this? Is it just for the money? Are you that desperate? Is it, like money don't, I, it's cliche to say that money can't buy you happiness. Like, you know, to a certain extent it can. But it ain't gonna fill the hole in your heart that you're trying to fill by having <laughs> having sex with a little pump. Um, that would be your rock. I would consider that your rock bottom, uh, outside looking in, um, because he's gonna have sex with you and then not even know your name. That's crazy. Hopefully he maybe he gave you money. I guess if you're doing that like willingly, uh, man, I feel, I feel sorry for you. And it says I can't buy anybody a wedding ring. I'd rather go buy something else. And he says Gucci Gang like 12 more times. And uh, that's the song. So, you know, I like rap, but not all rap. Just like there's good, you know, country music. It's also bad country music. Um, just like there's good rap music and rappers. There's bad rap music and bad rappers. The reason this song is popular at all is for the beat. The beat's pretty catchy. And the Gucci Gang gets in your head. That's pretty much it. It's not clever. It's not, it's, there's no talent involved. He looks crazy. If you've ever seen a picture of him, uh, and by him, I mean, uh, Mr. Lil Pump. Um, if you've ever seen him, like a picture of him, here, let's see, what does he look like right now? So he's 21 right now. That's crazy. And he just turned 21 and he was bragging about selling meth and stuff. Um, but he has all kinds of tattoos all over his face. Uh, he's also short, as what I've heard too. So, uh, suck on that. That always makes me feel good. When, when there's rappers that are like, you know, bragging and flexing on people, and then I find out that they're like five, six, I'm like, nice. Okay, cool. So push comes to shove. If we, you know, I know that he has his people with him. He can never like, <laughs> cause a lot of rappers will talk about the game life and, and how hard it is and stuff. Um, like Kendrick Lamar, which, you know, I think Kendrick, Kendrick was involved maybe in some gang related activity, but Kendrick Lamar, let me look it up. Kendrick Lamar height. Kendrick Lamar is, yeah, he's five six. That man is tiny. That's a little man. I'm almost a foot taller than he is. 
So if I could get like uh, just some one-on-one, like a one-on-one fight, I'd beat the hell out of Kendrick Lamar. And a lot of these rappers, I mean, Lil Pump. How tall is Lil Pump? Is he, is he actually Lil? Uh, what's, his, what's his real name? Uh, how, how tall are you? He's 5'6", too. Or I guess 5'6", as well, just to not be confused. And he's 21, so maybe he has a little bit more to grow. But he's 5'6". That's a tiny little man. That's a little baby. It's a little, little man. And right, there's a tattoo. There's this, like, I guess this is, like, his mugshot, which is and not surprising. But right in the middle between his eyebrows, that little space there, he has a frowny face. How do you, and then to the upper left, there's just, like, a green blob that I can't tell what it is. Like, what are you going to, like, he's 21. Fast forward to when you're 40. What are you going to do? Hopefully he has, like, all his money saved up and, like, a financial advisor and stuff like that because uh, you're going to be practically unemployable after your rap career is over. Let's switch gears a little bit to no stupid questions. And as always, I'm going to determine if they're stupid. More often than not, they're pretty dumb. Here it goes. This is the title, and I'll read the blurb underneath. Is it me, or has YouTube's ad, which he spelled A-D-D, which is not, um, YouTube's ad amount been extra ruthless lately? Question mark. I usually can get by with the odd one or two every couple of videos. Now it just seems constant. It frustrates me. Is that even a word? I think he meant to say infuriated. Good lord. I guess he's not a native. Uh, so he's he's mad about the amount of ads that he sees on YouTube. Ain't nobody likes ads. I get it. All right. I get it. There's nobody likes ads. But you got to think about it from both sides, right? You're only considering yourself. Here's a little quote that I found. It says, as of May 2019, so it's probably even more now, over 500 hours of video is uploaded to YouTube every minute. And that's, I mean, that's crazy because some of the, like YouTube supports 8K. If you have the monitor, it supports 4K. Uh, 1080p, all those resolutions. But like, you know, if you were to post a 4K 30-minute video, that's enormous. And you're doing that for free. <laughs> you're not paying to post videos. It's free. So they, they, they got to get money somehow because everyone's using ad blocker or something. So like, man's got to eat, you know? And then there's this other uh, website that just tells you a lot of facts about YouTube, and it says that the number of people who use YouTube, 2 billion, around a billion hours of video are watched on YouTube every day. It's insane. The annual cost of running and maintaining YouTube is $6.3 billion. (laughs) Uh, And then it says annual revenue generated from YouTube is only 4 billion. So I guess they're just losing money on YouTube. YouTube generates 6% of Google ad sales revenue. Since 2007, YouTube has paid $1.25 billion to rights holders. 9% of US small businesses use YouTube. I mean, they're providing this service that's free, right? The total number of hours watched on YouTube each month, three and a half billion, billion hours. Everyone. And then it said, 
how much did it say per day? But like 500,000 or 500 hours. Yeah, 500 hours of video uploaded to YouTube. That, they, I mean, what if you, and it's for free. It, there's no cost. You can create a channel. You can make your own content and then post it up there. And that's it. And you're good. Where, where is, like, you don't want ads? Then pay for YouTube premium. I mean, it's like 12 bucks a month. If you hate it that much, if it's such an inconvenience to you, that, oh man, he's on his just pay the 12 bucks a month. If you watch enough YouTube, it pays for itself, basically. That's what I'm doing. I pay for YouTube premium. I know on face value, you're like, what? That's stupid. YouTube's already free. Why would you pay for it? Because I don't like ads. I don't want to watch them, just like this guy does. Um, but like, companies got to make money somehow. And Google provides a lot of things for free. Think about it. Gmail is the most popular email service out there. It's free. Um, I guess to an extent, there is an inbox like limit. Uh, they have Google Maps, which is uh, a milestone in human development. No longer do you have to print out directions or just remember which street to turn on. Google will know and we'll get you there. Um, and then YouTube. YouTube, free. Free to watch, and free to post. So it's like you got to pick your poison here. You know, either you're going to pay $12 a month to not see their ads or you're going to see their ads and not pay the $12 a month. So, yeah, I, I'm, I mean, it's not a stupid question, you know? I, I mean, I guess because I have YouTube Premium, so I don't notice the ads have been extra ruthless. <laughs> yeah. So, like, get YouTube Premium. What up? This is like, if I'm YouTube, I'm Google or Alphabet or whatever. I'm using this as like uh, advertising because. Yeah, we post a lot. I mean, maybe not from YouTube because that would be kind of bad. But, you know, they, they have so many ads, you might as well just pay to do premium. And I'm pretty sure if enough people sign up for premium, the prices might go down. And then there would be less ads for people who are not subscribed. I'm not saying that's going to happen, but it, 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 that's an opportunity. It's, it's, it happens. It could happen. So I wanted to kind of switch gears. And talk about that for a little bit. I can't help myself. I got to talk about more music stuff. Just because it's a little different. It's refreshing. You know, it's not politics. It's not sports. It's not taxes. Not everyone wants to hear that. But uh, this is my take on... Cause I, I like rap. When I, when I listen to music, it's in the car. I don't listen to music, music generally uh, outside of my car. So I'm not as well-versed in the the doings of the Billboard Top 100, right? Whatever. So this is a song by the infamous Lil Pump. We talked about him earlier. I should have put this part before, but um, it just came into my mind as I, uh, as I was talking about this song called Boss from Lil Pump. And I liked it because it's like has a really hard beat, but the lyrics are trashed. So this, what's considered a post-chorus, I don't know what that means, but it, it says, 
Walk in the trap like a boss. Ooh, walk in the trap like a boss. Burr, walk in the trap like a boss. Oh, walk in the trap like a boss. Trap. Yeah, I came in with the sauce. Ooh, yeah, I came in with the sauce. Ooh. The, I mean, and then it says B, I flex Rick Ross. Ooh. I'm like, come on, man. Like, how is that rapping? You're not doing it. How is that considered a chorus? You're just repeating yourself. The actual chorus is two things said exactly the same, and then two things said exactly the same, and then the first two things repeated, and then the next two things repeated, and then the post-chorus is sort of the same idea. And then, this I mean, the whole song is like probably 40 words total. It has one verse in the entire song, one verse. So... Let's see if we can find a good uh, a good line here. Uh, never went to school because I was always flipping bricks. A, hey, why are you bragging about that? I never went to school so because I was like selling drugs. That means you're dumb as hell. I mean, it's obvious at this point, but like, yeah, I never went to school. You know, I made a lot of money selling drugs, but I'm I'm super stupid. Like, I have no idea how to read or write, how to understand or critical think. Uh, any of that stuff. Words that have more than two syllables, I can't do that. Um, so I'm, I'm pretty sure that's how, that's how it is for, uh, Mr. Lil Pump here. Um, and then it says, yeah, I came up with the sauce. You already said that. All right. I came up with the sauce. What does that mean? Yeah, I sold crack in the halls. He was selling crack in the hall of like a school. Cause he was like a teenager when the song came out. So yeah, he's selling crack in the halls. Doubt it. Uh, Lil Pump is on top. Very subjective, I would imagine, to say you're on, say that about yourself. Uh, anyway, I feel like someone else should tell you. And then it says, gave my mom two Glocks. Why did you do that? D did she ask? You know, hey, uh, Lil Pump, I'm proud of you, son. Can you uh, give me two Glocks? Yeah, mom. What? That made no sense. What is this song? Looking at my neck and it's Fiji. Ooh. And see, I'm with it. I'm with it enough to know what it means when it says Fiji. Because it's Fiji water. Rappers love to talk about jewelry that is super sparkly, like water. That's why he says Fiji. That's a, that is the most creative he's ever been. Looking at my neck and it's Fiji. Ooh. Everybody do wanna be me. What a terrible, what? Everybody do want to be me. Looking at my neck, it's Fiji. Oh, I mean, you definitely couldn't perform this acapella. Um, it's, it's all about the beat. And I'll use the beat as the outro so you get an idea uh, that it goes hard. Um, but no one, no one's listening to that song because of the, the intense self-reflection that's in the lyrics. Like, no, no, no one's doing that. So this next segment of the podcast i flat out just stole from another person uh i'm gonna go through the subreddit relationship advice and uh, i'm not even gonna pick out good ones i'm just what i did is i sorted by the most upvoted this month um, i know it's i think it does 30 days it's not like since the beginning of september so it's only like four days i think it, it goes all the way it's just the last like 30 days um and this one says I, a 25-year-old female, came across a gender dysphoria test my boyfriend, 26 male, took. How do I deal with this? 
What do you mean how you deal with it? Like, talk to them. Why are you posting on Reddit? You really don't know what to do? Ask them about what's going on. I mean, did you just start dating like yesterday? I mean, just because he took a quiz doesn't I mean, because gender dysphoria really manifests in ways that are pretty obvious. So I don't think, I mean, I guess there could be a test, but just talk to him about it. Oh, my God. Okay, I didn't even read the follow-up. I guess there was an original post uh, 22 days ago. That was the, that was the original post, and this is like a follow-up. Uh, <laughs> it says, I came out. She came out. I have a girlfriend. Thank you. So that I guess that means the person who posted is not no longer a 25-year-old female. She's a 25-year-old male. And then her boyfriend is a 26-year-old female. Yeah, that sounds awful. Let's see, I just saw one that was really good. Here we go. Girlfriend, 21 female, ignored me when I, male 22, asked her to stop during sex. And I'm not even going to talk about that question. It makes me think about the Me Too movement, right? That subconsciously or consciously, pretty much everybody will say if men can't be raped unless they're raped by another woman. They can't be sexually assaulted unless they're uh, not by another woman, but another man, like in prison or something like that. That's the only scenario. There, I mean, there's a whole hidden underground uh, collection of kids and teenagers and young adults who had women that just came after them. And I think this highlights it. The girlfriend ignored the man during sex. You know, you're told in pop culture and, and just in society today that that's what men think about every seven seconds. So what do you mean, stop? I thought you liked it. No, men are, not, yeah, we're dumb and stupid, but like, give us some credit. We're a little bit like deeper than that. Good Lord. So I think that's, uh, it's pretty terrible. This one says, I, I, a 26 year old male, that doesn't matter. It's just the dude doesn't want to work out with his girlfriend. Uh, what? How? What? You don't like working out? You don't like spending time together? I mean, how long are you at the gym? Like 20 minutes? <laughs> An hour? Like, what? You're not doing anything crazy. This is stupid. These are some stupid questions. I don't know why. Like, it's right in your face what you should be doing. But they're like, let me post on Reddit just to make sure. Um, my husband just told me he's not coming back over text. Yeah, well, that sounds like a... I'm sure there are a lot of signs. This wasn't out of the blue, I could imagine. All right, next one um, is me, a 26-year-old man. Uh, this is from the perspective of the girlfriend. It says, my boyfriend. No, that can't be right. Oh, I don't know. I guess they just meant for me to ignore that part. But here's how it goes. My girlfriend just told me she's pregnant, but I'm sterile. <laughs> Bummer, dude. Uh, I hate to break it to you. I mean, there's a whole long spiel underneath explaining the, the details, but I cannot be bothered to read that. I'm just going to read the title. And if she's pregnant and you know you're sterile, uh, what, what, what are you doing? Why are you posting on Reddit? You know what to do. Jeez. Come on, come on, man. A lot of these are updates, you know, from previous things. Um, this one says, 
I'm just, I'm a 17 year old man, and I've been grounded until my 18th birthday um, because I was caught with condoms. Yeah, it sucks to be 17, doesn't it? Uh, whenever you live under someone's roof in their house, you eat their food, you consume, you produce waste. I, I shouldn't say produce waste. You, you create waste. Um, you're 17 years old. Your parents can do whatever they want to do, whenever they want to do it, because you're 17. If you don't like it, depending on where you live, you can move out. Ain't nothing stopping you. You can leave. Go. Um, but I, I'm on kind of the side of my parents. Uh, my parents. The parents. That's how I'm going to try to raise my kids. Um, is that sex is not something you should be doing outside of marriage. Period. Uh, there's, there's nothing casual. You cannot have casual sex without feelings. Without you liking the other person, shape or form. Right? That's what I believe. Um, so yeah, if they want to ground you, I mean, is this normal? Do they, do they talk a big game, but then you're actually going to be like go earlier or whatever? I will say it's a bit extreme uh, to ground you for like a year because they found condoms. I would have done something maybe different than just grounding and then that's it. Um, but like explain why you're doing it. But the parents probably did not. One last thing. I should have included this in my list of things that I hate, but I want to close because there aren't no football games, football video games available right now for college or professional. Uh, the reason college is because they don't want to pay the players. You know, you can't use their, their likeness in the game, blah, 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 blah. So they don't make any more. It's coming back eventually, but it's jacked up that it had to stop to begin with. Um, but that's not what I want to talk about. I want to talk about Madden 22, right? Um, I'm looking right now on Metacritic, uh, 300 reviews from users. The average score is a 0.6 out of 10. So, and from what I've researched and watched and read reviews, not that I, I, I played Madden anyways, it, it, it seems terrible. I mean, it's so buggy. Uh, there, there, <laughs> there's so many like little short clips I've seen where someone will field a punt or a kickoff in the end zone. And then if you press hurdle twice out of the end zone, you get a safe, the other team, you get a safety basically. The other team gets the ball <laughs> for no reason. There are other times where people have played an entire game and let's say they win 35-10. Uh, and then you quit, you go, you look at, you know, try to look at the stats. Uh, the score for you will say all zeros for you, you, and for them it would be like 56 or something. And that was like a pretty common problem. And what something is super, super funny, and it's the last thing I want to talk about this stupid freaking game, is, uh, well, no, before the last thing, I want to talk about this. Um, the reason that this is the only football video game available is because of a monopoly that EA has on the NFL line. Um, that's kind of ridiculous. I don't see how that would hold up legally because um, no one can compete with them. But this, this isn't like free market because uh, Madden is going to make the same game every year because um, 
they don't have any reason not to. They, there's no, what's their incentive to improve? People always still buy it every single year. Even though this year, this Madden 22 has a 0.6 user score. I think Madden 21 was at least over one. But what's ridiculous is that this game base is like $60, $70. So uh, a little peek behind the curtain. I don't know if you've watched Wizard of Oz. I'm the guy behind the curtain, big face on the wall. Um, I stop recording all the time and re-record. I'll stop, research something. Uh, I'll, I'll record part of a, part, a podcast one day and then finish it the next you know, probably not the best for, you know, kind of having the same uh, story and, and mindset throughout. Uh, but yeah, Madden 22 is terrible. Uh, but apparently, uh, this is according to EA, so who really knows? Um, and then there's this MP page not found. Nice. Um, it says that EA reported. Player acquisition was up 140% year over year during its first quarter earnings report. The new game, which was released August 28th on my birthday, I'm so offended. I'm offended the fact that that would come, this turd of a game would come out on my birthday. I'm embarrassed. I don't know. I mean, why do people keep paying money for this? It boggles the mind. So this, I'm going to read some things on uh, EA's website about Madden 22. That they, the game that they made, this is how they describe it. Uh, and they list, they list this <laughs> as a feature because there's a, just a regular Madden 22, but then there's MVP edition. You'd be like, wow, what's MVP edition? What do I get? It's crazy. First, you get the base game. They literally put that as a bullet point, as a, like a positive, like, yeah, it has the base game in it. I'm like, that, I know that's how it's supposed to be. It's a whole reason why I bought it. I, the other things that are included in the MVP edition is dual entitlement, which is there, there's two stars there. So you get 40 staff points for franchise, uh, Tom Brady gear capsule and 11 team. You want to know? You want to know how much uh, this is? I mean, I, I apologize if you, if you can hear the clicking in the back. I want to look at the MVP edition, which is only available if you have next gen. I mean, the game barely runs on next gen. Uh, when people try to play it on previous gen, like PS4 or something, uh, it's unplayable. But the Madden 22 MVP edition is a hundred dollars. Could you imagine spending a hundred dollars on basically the same game? I mean, Madden has been the same for like a decade now at this point. What significant changes do they make, right? As a technical note, the the game uses an engine which is just a, a word to describe the the technology stack that will simulate how the game looks and feels and plays. And Frostbite was for Battlefield, which is a first-person shooter, not a football game. So um, there's not really physics in the game. It's 
all animations. And if you have bad luck and you get stuck in a bad animation, you're just SOL. And that's been like that forever. And I've watched reviews and other older classic games back when they actually had 2K competing with other, like they actually had to compete back in the day. Like it's crazy. I mean, somebody counted up from the beginning of Madden all the way up until now. And they counted how many features have been removed, removed. They removed features. You think as time goes on, you add features to keep people coming back, right? Nope. They are removing features all the time. And from the beginning of Madden till now, they have removed 89 features. And uh, the the big uh, hot thing for Madden 22 franchise mode, because that's what a lot of people like playing. Not everyone wants to play what's called MUT, which is Madden Ultimate Team, which is just multiplayer football game. Some people just want to play franchise mode. And EEA was like, yeah, we hear you. We're going to focus on that. We're going to fix it. Um, what they did is they added the ability to hire or fire assistant coaches. And then those coaches have a tree that you can give them skill, which was a feature included in NCAA 14, which came out in 2013, which was eight years ago. So I don't understand why they would be bragging about that. Um, there's no refs rendered in the game. There are no refs, which I guess is not a big deal, but it kind of takes away from the simulation aesthetic that they're trying to create. And they publicly have acknowledged this and they said it's, it would be too expensive, you know, on, on the game and on the machine it's running on to have the level of detail that the players have, that the refs have, which I'm calling BS on. You have 22 people, right? At least football players rendered perfectly. You're telling me you can't render one, two, three, four refs? Really? No, it's not that. It's, it's not that it's, it's too, they can't afford to do it. It's the fact that they don't want to because there's no reason to. Why? People are going to buy it for some reason. Um, people are still going to buy it. And then there's no competition because EA has an exclusive uh, contract to the NFL so that only EA can use NFL teams and have names and all this stuff have open access to everything that the NFL has, has to offer. And nobody else can make a game like that. Uh, and I'm not sure when that contract ends or if it will ever end, but I've heard from a lot of people that this is the worst football game of all time. And in terms of big picture bad games, it, it probably cracks the top 15 in terms of bad games ever. Um, just, just the lack of respect for your customer base is insane. Like clearly they just think we're stupid. I mean, I guess not me. I'm not included in that we statement, uh, because I, I'm not playing this. I don't play Madden. I haven't played Madden since like Madden 14, 12, something like that. I don't know. Who cares? Cause it sucks. The game sucks. It really does. The, you know, especially if you want to run a franchise and you don't necessarily want to play the full game, you want to simulate through the season, you know, you, good luck. 
because there's so many bugs associated with that. Um, it's ridiculous. You'll see if you, um, like you start the game, you go in and then you go into like live simulation. So you sim it while you're in the game, not on the main menu, but at the game. And you can uh, watch highlights. You can watch them play, watch the AI play against each other. And it's so crazy. It's so ridiculous. It illustrates perfectly how this game runs. It's all animations. And then a little bit of what your attributes and stats are. It's ridiculous. It, 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 it really is. I also, one last thing I heard, it was pretty funny because it reminded, it reminds me of Windows and I'll tell you why in a second. But someone was playing Madden 22 and for a split second, the home screen for Madden 21 popped up and then went away and it went back normal to Madden 22. So basically EA just took Madden 21 and then pooped, took that turd, stuck it on top of Madden 21 and then tried to sell it as uh, Madden 22. And the reason it reminds me of Windows is because if you look, if you go down deep enough inside of the Windows operating system, you will find functioning vital code that's from like Windows 95. That's what they do. They just, they don't start from scratch when they make a new browser or a, <clears throat> a new operating system. They just build on top of the other one. So that doesn't, I mean, that sounds bad on face value, but it's probably not as bad as you might think it is. But yeah, EA sucks. They've always sucked. I mean, they haven't, in my opinion, they haven't made a, dec a decent game, football game, since uh, the last NCAA. And uh, yeah, I, I just I just don't know why people keep buying it. There's a phrase that says you uh, you can vote with your with, with with your feet, or in this case, your dollars. The best way to get a better game is to boycott the current game because if you don't buy it, they're not making money. That'll force them to make a better one, hopefully. Or maybe it might persuade the NFL to open up the licensing to other companies. That would be super nice. Um, I don't know how it happens, how this level of corruption is allowed. This seems wholeheartedly un-American um, to have. Like, it, I guess anything's possible when you sign a contract, but to just be the sole owner of the only person in the market who can make an NFL simulation football game. That's it. You have no competition. It's just like the post office or the VA or Medicare. What's the, what's the incentive to improve, right? At a personal level, at a developer level, like you don't want to get fired, but for the game, there's no reason to make it better. You just update the rosters. Uh, you do some like aesthetic stuff because it's probably really easy. And that's it. Call it a day. We're done. Easy. And the reason they can have that mentality is because people keep buying it. Why do people buy these games? I want to end the podcast on kind of a funny note, a lighter, because complaining about everything can maybe put you in a, a, a negative frame of mind, a mindset attitude whatever you want to call it but here's something funny that i i think i saw on youtube but it doesn't surprise me 
But it's interesting because in the list of things that I hate earlier in the podcast, I listed swamp ass. And that's just your butt being real sweaty. QBs in football, quarterbacks in football, when they get the ball from the center and they're under center, they literally put their hand on the guy's butt so they get the ball and then you're good to go. So you could imagine how sweaty some of these guys might be. So I remember watching this video and uh, I can't remember who it was. It had, I think it was like a big time. It had to be like Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, some some hot shot, big name quarterback would make his center change shorts, <laughs> change pants in the middle of the game because their butts would be so wet and so moist that it would affect their throwing. It, their hands would be too wet and it would affect their accuracy and all that stuff. So like they would tell them, you know, put a towel down there, keep changing shorts, do whatever you can. Um, if I'm the quarterback, I'm just in the shotgun all the time. Why can't, like, why you got to touch it? Just kind of hover it there. You know what I mean? Like, no one, no one's telling you. You have to, like, really, I mean, I'm sure the coaches are, but, like, honestly, is there a tactical advantage you gain by pressing the top of your hand up on another guy's butthole, basically? I mean, the distance between the top of your hand and his rectum is, like, like an inch or two. I mean, we're not talking very far, so that's disgusting, but I can relate for sure. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. As always, you can reach me uh, on Twitter, on my personal Twitter. It's me. It's my, that's how special it is. It's giraffe underscore dog. I have an email set up for the podcast where I would love some suggestions or if you disagree with me, stuff like that. I know only like my family basically listens to this. That's my uh, my core demographic, my mom, my sister. You know, I'm always open to other things. I, I kind of like doing the music thing, so I'm, I'm going to continue doing that uh, and try to spice it up a little bit so you don't know what you're going to get, you know. Keep it, uh, keep it fancy, keep it fresh, all that stuff. But anyways, um, thanks for listening. As always, I appreciate the support. I say support. I mean, I'm not getting anything out of this. I'm losing money because I have to pay to like post and this stuff. So, um, I'm doing this because it's fun. So, uh, I hope whoever's listening to this right now likes this. We'll come back next time. So, with that being said, I'll uh, I'll catch you guys in the next one. Yeah.